1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys Podcast. Landon, we have actual football things to talk about as a Cowboys practice. How does it feel?
0: It, it's crazy. You know, it's always this long drought of waiting and waiting mm-hmm. and waiting. And then finally football Christmas shows up on your doorstep and, uh, and it's, it's almost overwhelming. And that's the thing about it guys is that <laughs> what I'm starting to remember now is that this becomes a sprint very quickly. Like oh, this yeah. becomes, this yeah. becomes just nonstop really quickly. So uh, I was having a conversation with somebody about it last night. This is a little bit odd because, you know, they, they do all this right. And they have one practice, and then they're taking a day off for the before the weekend so it's they a little stayed, bit of a
1: right?
0: no they they practice again Saturday and Sunday okay. Okay. yeah and, and, but still like you know kind of a very start stopish but once we once it really gets going i mean it's it's it seems like a, a long time but it's not it's a mad dash all the way to the regular season so i'm i'm ready for it i'm excited
1: yeah, so we're going to talk about that first practice. Uh, there was a lot of great clips on Twitter. I know a lot of people were out there sharing some of those. NFL Network was there. They were broadcasting a lot of the practice. So in case you didn't see it, we're going, hear, we're going to hear wrapping it up for you. Let's let's talk about Dak, Landon. He told us he'd be ready to go for the first practice. He was. He was out there. And not only was he out there, he was moving around, throwing on the run. I thought he looked pretty good from the naked eye. What did you see?
0: I'm afraid he's never going to play football again, Marcus. <laughs> no, uh, he looks fine. All the clips we saw, he looked good. I mean, look, its this is not, you know, the the ultimate uh, the ultimate uh, test of, of, of that ankle. I mean, clearly, we need to see him with bodies around his feet, mm-hmm. you know, negotiating a pocket. We need to see him. Well,
1: I'd be fine if we don't ever have bodies around his feet. Yeah, well, I mean, part. you
0: know. <laughs> eventually it's gonna happen so we need to know yeah, what it's gonna yeah. look like sure. uh, we need to see him you know take a keeper and 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 run to the outside and get tackled by his legs and and see it pop up like those are things that we still need to see but I you know I didn't see any ill effects you know for I mean again I, I'm watching from video just like everybody else so I didn't see anything that like made me think that he had a a hitch in his giddy up as they say for, uh, back in Texas and but I I I, you know, we saw some him roll out. We saw some bootleg stuff. Uh, he looked to be moving pretty well. Uh, he seemed to be throwing the football great. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've we've been mentioning that this is kind of a non-story story that's going to dominate. Um, but yeah, just to kind of get a little bit more confirmation, there is is obviously always encouraging.
1: I agree. I think he looked fantastic. Uh, there was a throw that he had to, Michael Gallup down the sideline, uh, rolling out to the right, just a dime. He's back. I'm actually, of all the things to worry about with the Cowboys, he's like one of yeah. the ones I'm not worried about. Like that's, I think that, that throw
0: to right. Malik Jackson when he rolled the other way when he was yeah. rolling Malik left. Blake Turner, Malik, dropped, Turner. Well, Malik yeah. Turner, that's what it was. Yeah, it just dropped it in the bucket. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh,
1: yeah, so we're not going to talk about Dak that much because we don't need to. I think he looked fine.
0: Everybody else will be. Justice, it, you know, there's plenty of people talking about Dak and how he did. So, let's let's make sure we're covering yeah. the rest of the team as well. Uh,
1: we got a lot of other notes to get to, but um best in show, the the person that looked the best, you know, after uh, you know, not seeing them over the last what 6 months, Tyron Smith. Like, I, I mean,
0: I, that's <laughs> funny because I was going to say that. I was like, are we just talking about shirt off? Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah, just the workout, like the
1: physique, just right? Like, the, the guy that was clearly working out all spring along and could not wait to take his shirt off in front of the media, Tyron Smith.
0: I mean, to it, I mean, listen, if I looked like if I had that kind of uh, upper body of Tyron Smith, I, you could not get me to ever wear. no you cannot pay me ever, to
1: wear a shirt i ever. agree I would,
0: uh, no shirt no shoes i would just flex my muscles so you should you really don't want this in your in your restaurant like give me yeah. a break it's unbelievable this dude He's 310 I, I, pounds i've never seen a 310 pound individual look like that before
1: i think tyron smith took some of the hey the cowboys should draft the left tackle or they should cut uh him maybe a little personally because he I looks as great. shredded as ever. I mean, he looks fantastic. Anybody else you want to mention their their uh, physique? Because that's really the first day camp. You get to see these guys who looks lean, who looks out of shape. Anybody you want he, to mention?
0: Zeke, obviously, needs, yeah. missing. But but I thought you know, and you pointed it out, and I and I had been noticing it. Uh, prior to that, too, just from the pictures, Demarcus Lawrence—he looks, he looks slim. He looks like he's slimmed down quite a bit. Like he mm-hmm. almost looks—it almost looks like him and Randy Gregory Switch bodies. Body, switched yeah. bodies, like a, yeah, yeah. you know, like Freaky Friday style. So, uh, uh, yeah, like it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because he clearly. I mean he must have put in an effort to to really kind of slim down like that uh it'll be interesting to see what how that translates to his game on the field.
1: come for the cowboys uh analysis and you get us talking about guys without their shirts on uh let's let's, let's actually talk, well, let's talk about some somebody who performed well again, Landon. We keep saying drum beats right the, the guys mm-hmm. that are just consistently day in day out having good practices good camps. Nation Wright, man, I, I don't know what else to say about him. He had three pass breakups yesterday. He had one incredible play where he kind of came off his guy yeah, that and was... made a pass breakup. Uh, I'm going to read you the text that somebody sent me yesterday because I, I, I want to make sure I get it word for word. So uh, it was basically – hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, Nation Wright is better than kelvin kelvin joseph and it might not be close now when you when you hear that you think is kelvin joseph a boss no not at all the the tone of this conversation was more to praise nation right the other thing that i got texted by somebody who was at camp and would know they said fearless they said he has a lot of things to clean up pete there's a lot of technique things he needs to work on but you can tell right away that he belongs so yeah I would say so far so good for nation. Wright. Correct.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's, let's make a quick stop to Kelvin Joseph real quick, because mm-hmm. I think this makes a difference. Joseph looked good from everything. Yes, he, he did. He, yes. he looked like he was in really good shape, uh, you know, uh, a better shape than he had come into practice. His footwork looked a lot better. They, they were impressed with what he did mm-hmm. uh, in practice yesterday. And if, and, the reason I bring that up is to again show you how impressive Nation Wright has been, in the sense that he has still been that much better. I mean, it's it's one of those things where he's going to be Mr. Drumbeat pretty soon. I mean, it just seems like you're hearing his name every opportunity that we get a chance to talk to Cowboys uh, coaches, f- folks inside the every, building. anybody
1: that's in the know, anybody
0: right. that's there, every at least once a practice, it seems like we're hearing Nation Wright's name. That's a very strong drum beat. And, and again, we're in training camp. It's only one practice. Only one practice. Yes, it's not yes. over. Let's not exaggerate. But, I mean, the fact that it immediately carried over. Like mm-hmm. the first practice he's coming out and having, you know, maybe one of the best practices of, of any defender on the team yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and let's, like, let's let's real quickly get into that. That pass breakup. The reason that was so impressive, right, is that he was covering the flats really well. He saw the concept. He understood the concept. He saw the route coming in behind him. He broke off of his assignment. And then the second thing that was crazy was that he, Dak, made a great throw or whoever was it, made it. Right? He, he, yeah, like there's no way that Nation Wright should have gotten it. To, but the mm-hmm. fact that he's so tall and so long and was able to get up and knock that pass away was just. Really rare. I mean, honestly, it was it was well, really really impressive.
1: So I, I was writing down some of my thoughts yesterday on those clips. So that play that you're mentioning, and we can tweet it out from the lockdown Cowboys account yeah. so people know. But that's the reason why you draft long corners, yeah. right? Like that's that's the exact reason why. However, to me, that wasn't the most impressive play that he made. And I don't know if you've seen this one. There was a comeback route that I believe it was it was either yeah. Malik Turner or Aaron Parker was running. And he was able to throttle down and then make a pass breakup. Like that's the concern that we had about Nation Wright. Is is he too tall that he's not going to be able to make those type of plays? And so far, again, he made that play. We'll see what happens when we get into games against because you know more proven guys than Malik Turner and Aaron Barker. (laughs) But the fact that he's already making those has me really, really excited. I listen. I remember calling you the night of the second round, or the second day of the draft, complaining about that pick. We might be real—not me. I might be really, really wrong on that one, and I, I would be—I would be glad to be wrong on that. One.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people tweeting that same thing out. Uh, I think yesterday that was just like I'm—I ordered my my plate of crow. I am ready to consume it uh, at, at a high rate if this happens with Deshaun Wright with glee, because obviously, yes. If 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 Cowboys Nation was wrong about this guy, that's fantastic news. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, it's it's all been positive. Uh, I think the play that you talk about it was incredibly impressive. And and you know, look, Malik Turner was the guy running the route, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you know, Nation Wright, regardless of who was running that route, he made the play, still still able to throttle down at, at that size and showed you the kind of agility at that uh, size, which makes him you know. Uh, eligible to be the, the kind of guy that we're hoping yep. he could be. So, uh, yeah, I, I I I think that, like I said, everything has been positive from him so far. Uh, let's just keep seeing it. Hopefully,
1: all right. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 15% off your next box at BiltBar.com. All right, Lena, uh, a couple of just uh, personnel groupings yesterday. So yeah. with the starting defensive line, uh, it was Terrell Basham, it was Neville Gallimore, it was Carlos Watkins over mm-hmm. Brent Urban, and then it was Randy Gregory. So the only one that really shocked me was Carlos Watkins over Brent Urban. Is that surprising to you?
0: Yeah, I mean, we got to be careful about reading too much into these things early, you know, because they're especially at the defensive line where they're likely to fit, feature a rotation, anyways. So, uh, uh, no, it doesn't necessarily surprise me because Carlos Watkins is a veteran, uh, and, you know, and that's kind of the deference that they give to the, mm-hmm. those guys, the, the older guys. So is Brett Fair enough, but but I think that Gallimore, you know, is a guy that they're. Ex- explicitly excited about so they want to get him out there too i i i yeah i think that you're going to see that other defensive tackle spot kind of rotate in as they are figuring out exactly what they want and also like we said not just the fact that they're going to rotate but there's going to be personnel groupings that are going to feature specific guys being on the field together so uh, let's not let's not get too deep into like i said specifically defensive line combinations because those will be mixed and matched
1: um the rest of the defense was basically as you would expect. It was Leighton Van Rush and Jalen Smith as the starters. It was Travon Diggs as one of the outside corners. Kelvin Joseph. Um, it was Donovan Wilson as the strong safety. Demonte Casey as the free safety. The only other thing that was sort of interesting to me is when Lyle Collins came off the field. You know, just I think they're just trying to keep call yeah. fresh and not overwork him yeah it was Terrence Steele instead of Ty Nishki. we kind of hypothesized over the offseason that maybe that's going to be the case all season long and that they're just going to leave Ty as the backup left tackle is that surprising to you at all
0: you know it's early so it's not surprising that they're trying different combinations um, you know Nischke's obviously got a lot of skins to the wall and there's a lot of comfort there but you know, maybe this is also the year that he fa- the wheels fall off. So who knows? Um, I, I think I, I I'm not surprised that they want to try to leverage the experience that Terrence Steele got last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and see if he hasn't you know kind of transformed that into being a different player this season. I, I think that makes sense. It, you know, if it continues uh, beyond this, and 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 in, despite the fact that we may think that Nietzsche is better. Uh, that would be concerning. But I think that they're going to give him a chance to try to win this job uh, or to win some kind of job uh, sure. you know, based on, on whatever experience he gathered from last season.
1: I agree. I, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world, especially during training camp. Like yeah. the reason why you sign a tie Niski is because he doesn't need a lot of snaps to play like yeah. into the game, right? So give all of these extra reps to Terrence Steele, who probably needs them more than anybody else. So I, I'm fine with that. We do have to update you on an injury. Francis Bernard uh, pulled a hamstring. It's really unfortunate for him because no. when we were talking about our linebacker preview, there's just not a lot of spots for for linebackers that aren't, you know, Keanu Neal and Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith and Micah Parsons. So. For Bernard to pull, you know, to pull his hamstring in the first day of practice is a, it's a big, it's a big setback, especially as he's competing with Luke Gifford. So he should he, have pulled it,
0: it. He should have pulled, a, pulled it a day before, and then he could have been put on pup, and then he could have been just carried in through some mechanism I mean, with the roster. But honestly,
1: it's it's really the truth, right? Like it, it's it's better to pull your hamstring the day before practice than the first day because now your options are just limited, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Cowboys could technically IR him if they wanted to but they're not going to keep them on the 53 man roster during the season. So they'd have to wave them injured. It's just, it's a whole mess. So it is, well, let's hope that Bernard's back hamstrings were tricky Two, three weeks. Hopefully,
0: uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard not to look at it as a death sentence to be honest. I mean, it's just because really it's such a yeah. hard setback and, 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 you know, it's a lower body hamstring injury, which means that it might reoccur, and again, like all you said, there's just there's too many bodies there. There's too many. The numbers are, are stacked against him. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's tough.
1: It's tough. It, it's really, really unfortunate. A um, couple other things. Travon Diggs. We've been talking about mm-hmm. him all off season long, making a leap here in year two. Through one day of practice, it seems like we're already there. Right. He made a, an incredible interception. He made another interception that was out of bounds. What are your expectations for Diggs this year?
0: Great things. You know, I mean, the, the thought process is that, you know, he has the talent, he has a kind of a pedigree there. He has the work ethic clearly. um, And that the trajectory at the end of the season was shooting straight up. Uh, I am hoping that he at the very least picks up where he left off, if not hopping forward a little bit and and becoming a little bit better player. Um, You know, I, I gotta say, I mean, just uh, Cooper wasn't in practice, but I thought, overall everything that we saw the coverage was was pretty good yeah. by almost everybody yeah. that was playing so that's really encouraging again first practice let's not go too far but uh yeah i, I mean it's clear that trayvon diggs came out uh with uh with purpose uh, he was he was uh talking uh, talking some trash to dak at, at some point during practice so he's clearly feeling it um yeah i think i think diggs taking the next step and becoming kind of a uh, uh, an emotional or, or, or vocal leader would really be a huge benefit to this defense that really is looking for that kind of leadership in its secondary right now.
1: There's one more thing I wanted to touch on, but is there any other players that you think we need to mention? Um, I, Randy Gregory had a really nice dip move around. Yes. Lyle Collins. That was that was fun. Anything else you want to want to bring up? Parsons.
0: Um, okay. You know, it sounds like you know they had the very first team, very first uh, team reps. They came out in ba- like true base personnel with three linebackers, and what they basically did was attach Micah Parsons to the tight end. Uh, and when the tight end de- deployed out into the slot, Micah it was Schultz if I'm if I'm not mistaken, uh, Micah blanketed him and uh, and covered him that way, which I thought was kind of an interesting look. Then apparently he ran all the way across the field. Uh, and I think you know this is I'm getting this from Brian Broaddus if I remember correctly. Just a credit. Uh, and and immediately put his hand down in the dirt and started rushing the passer uh, mm-hmm. and and got around the corner on uh, on Tered Steel so uh, or Brandon Knight maybe uh, so I mean again I, I mean I think what what we're seeing is kind of the you know the, them them trying things out you know obviously he's gonna be focusing on middle linebacker or linebacker position but clearly they're going to piecemeal him assignments mm-hmm. as well to, to kind of be a part of the defense uh find ways to deploy him
1: in interesting ways i would say one more thing about the linebackers the the nfl network did a really good job of showing some of these guys in coverage moving around of the th- four top guys between van Der esch jalen smith michael parsons and keanu neal three of those guys look fantastic in space. Like they all, three of them looked really, really good moving around, running sideline to sideline. One of them looked a little lumbering. Can can you guess which one that is?
0: Gianna Neal. No, it was not Keono
1: Neal. Uh, that would be the guy wearing number nine. But we're gonna we'll talk about him on a different day. Romo um, was out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> he's looking first lumbering it, nine It uh, <laughs> would be the first time that there'd be number nine lumbering around the field, either. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just got my Tony Romo autograph jersey in the mail. Let's let's not do that today. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to mention. This comes again from our guy Brian Brodus, who said. The Cowboys got more done in the first day of practice this year than they did in the 10 years under Jason Garrett. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like it, if any practice, right? Like this was a practice that was intense. They did a lot of work. They were busy. Um, you could see it, right? You could see it from the NFL Network. Like they were doing a lot of different stuff in that practice. It seemed like they were on a good pace. Any just general comments about how the practice went for the Cowboys?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing that – I feel like I still need to see in person to kind of get a good feel for. It, right? Is it? Do- mm-hmm. It does seem from from video and obviously secondhand from guys like Brian and, and Jeff that that you know it it seems like the the pace has picked up a little bit that they're getting a lot done, which is fantastic. I mean, clearly that's kind of what we they. Im- you know, implied that they got a lot done in the off season as well. So I'm assuming, and yeah, they were famously fined by the NFL for getting maybe a little bit too much done in the off season. So <laughs> I, I uh, love it. Know, that
1: they're trying to cheat. It's great.
0: <laughs> at, at least they're trying to they're trying to give everything they can to, to try to get their advantages where they can. So uh, uh, yeah, I think that's exciting. I think uh, clearly they feel like they're a little bit further along than they expected to be at this point. Um, and so they're really kind of pushing the envelope on really kind of getting things in place and, and, and really kind of trying to take full advantage of the extra time that they have, uh, you know, over other teams because of the Hall of Fame game and everything else.
1: Yeah, I agree. It seemed like practice had a good pace to it yesterday. I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts when you, when you go out there. When are you going out to practice?
0: Uh, Saturday is going to be the first day, so I'm excited. And then I'll be out there Sunday as well. Yeah, so we'll, we'll
1: definitely have the full report. So we're gonna have some fun nuggets to to talk about. So it should be it should be a lot of fun. So uh, continue to download, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, continue to check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can follow Landon at the BCB. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. And we will see you next time.